Здравствуйте! И добро пожаловать в Achievement Hunting 101. Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101, a podcast that lets you know that X gonna give it to you. This is level 205. Uh, with us this week, we have Kush Moose, a.k.a. Nate. Hello. We have Michelle, a.k.a. Mitrar. Hola. And we have X, the hero, a.k.a. X. Hey, it's uh, it's been a while, hasn't it? That is the name on his birth certificate. He has assured me. It's actually, it's hero, comma, X, the. <laughs> oh, interesting. Have you been X? That makes a lot of sense. It has been a while. Uh, I mean, for the past past you know three weeks, I've been pretty good on summer break. But uh, man, it's it's been a hell of a year. If you have noticed my absence, that was one hundred percent attributed to uh, school just draining every ounce of life out of me. So well, we noticed your hundred proof absinthe. That's more than what we noticed. I don't know if that's really a thing. That's your uh, expertise. I mean, hundred proof absinthe would be pretty low absence usually like 60 to 80 percent which is you know 120 to 160 proof oh because you like double it or something it's pretty much just a glass <laughs> of pure alcohol with some green stuff thrown in like kale or something like a keto yes friendly... yes that you heard it here absinthe <laughs> is just alcoholic <laughs> kale smoothie mm-hmm. it's vegetarian <laughs> yeah. yep Gluten-free, free, gluten-free, you know. <laughs> right, right. Old bay in it for some seasoning. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Only a Marylander would be like, oh, <laughs> I mean, I like Old Bay, too, but I don't think I want it in my absinthe kale smoothie. But Well, that was yeah, the food I portion am, uh, of the show. I am glad to be here. Awesome. Oh. <laughs> Do you have more Old Bay secrets to divulge to us? Well, I mean, you, I guess you could float some, uh, you know, Old Bay goldfish on top. <laughs> that would be perfect for the drink. You know, little I, crunchies in your in your drink. I, I hear people like that. I still listen, look for that. You no need to be crabby because you have bad puns. <laughs> oh, boy. We're not starting that. That's you and some other dude. Not starting that here. Uh, that's, that's my well, thing we, on this show. Where have you been? No, where have you been? We already talked about that. I've been wallowing oh. in my own anxiety and depression from school, but we don't need to talk about that again. Sweet. Let's talk about something equally as pointless achievements. All right, here we go. We have <laughs> the topic of discussion this week. It was brought to us by, uh, I don't know, X the Hero. Hey, you want to read it? Yeah, you it's almost it. like I was going to be on this show and... We planned me asking the question. We totally didn't plan me asking the question. It just happened. So anyway, uh, the question of the week. As your gaming time declines from getting older and getting busier and such, have your gaming goals and habits and priorities changed in any way? How so if yes? And if they haven't, how have you managed to keep focus with your reduced gaming time? Uh, I asked this question, or I guess I was inspired to ask this question, because even though I'm on summer and blah, 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 24 hours to yourself, like, now is my chance I can finally catch up on things around the house that I didn't have time to do. And, like, I've gamed less this summer than I did after school. 
and just collectively throughout the years my game time has just plummeted just extra responsibility a bigger apartment more things to do we got cats we got to take care of the cats and i don't know i kind of just miss the golden days where i could just come home at you know four o'clock and flop on the couch and play games until nine o'clock that doesn't that doesn't happen anymore so i wanted to ask my fellow olds if they shared that experience hey i i will be by the time you all listen to this i will be 32 so i officially joined the old club oh is that the number that's the number Mm -hmm. 31 Mm -hmm. spring chicken whippersnapper Mm -hmm. 32 Mm -hmm. though you might as well be dead 32 (laughs) i guess i've been dead for a while yeah i feel like m and l you know i'm old now so ml i know all about ancient Koosh, that makes yeah. you like an ancestral remain over there. You know? <laughs> He's a yeah, remain. Basically. He's not I'm, even I'm here. <laughs> Put him in a museum. I'll be finding antler fossils, oh, yeah. you know, down in Maryland <laughs> with a bottle of Old Bay wedged in them. All right, actually, uh, was that all you had to say about your your answer? Oh no, I didn't. You're actually just give busy my now. I just oh. explained. You just said question. that you're old and you fall asleep. That's what I deduced. Yeah, that's that's about right. And somehow Scotch keeps me going. But uh, no, my answer to my that's a own downer. Question... Oh wait, that no, you're drinking it wrong. If it's a downer. Oh, I guess I gotta put coffee in it. I guess. Okay. All right, Ma. Anyway, my own answer <laughs> to my own you. question. <laughs> Let me talk. My own answer to my own question is uh, my priorities have definitely changed. I won't rehash my. You know, hitting a million, and I've I've stopped playing rats and sometimes use. But even beyond that, like I used to play all the visual novels, and now I'm at the point where, do I really want to read this story that I'm not interested in for you know two three hours, or do I want to go you know shoot stuff? Because Far Cry is pretty awesome. Or like, here's a cool, you know, this game has a nice story I can play. Let me do that, or a good puzzle game. I just the quick and easy games have lost their appeal. But then even the like, I need action to keep me involved, basically. So I've abandoned a lot of leaderboards. Um, I'm kind of just playing what I want to play in my time. So that is that is my not very exciting but honest old man answer. So what you're saying is you play for fun and not for achievement? I am more or less at the point where 90% of the time I am playing exclusively for fun. The other 10% of the time we'll talk about a little later, but yeah, gotcha. it's it's good stuff, man. I just, I want to play this game. Let me play this game. I don't care if it ups my Does... ratio, downs my ratio, completion percentage hit. I just got to play it because it looks fun. Does that mean that if you finish the game and you're kind of done with the game, you're not going to go mop up? Or are you just happening to pick games that you want to mop up anyway? I really haven't gone into the backlog. Um, I went through a big purge probably three, four months ago of just games that I'm either just never going to play or they're in the backlog and I'm just never going to go back to them. So I think I went from like 450 games installed on my main Xbox down to, I think I'm at like 380 now, which is still a ton of games, but it was just sort of that purge that I'm never going to go back to. Wow. I think Kush is recommending 380 games this week. <laughs> yeah, I might have to cut it back to 250. <laughs> yeah. So X, do you want to read one of our uh, patron responses? Sure. Um... My boy Chewy. How you doing, Chewy? That's not right. Okay, well, you know, so be it. <laughs> you um, even do wookie accents wrong. It's incredible. <laughs> well, Chewy said, 
<laughs> Hello, podcast. The biggest shift in my gaming actually happened years ago when I went from working retail out of uni to a regular nine to five. That's about Chewy, right? It's like he's here. Yes. Yeah, okay. All right. I used to have full days to myself that I'd sink into bigger games, Fallout 3, Mass Effect 2, etc. But I barely scratched the surface of games like that scale and instead spend more time jumping around on smaller things. Apart from slowing things down for a few months around the time my kids were born, and by kids he means, you know, like little Sasquatches, of course, I've actually managed to consistently carve out gaming times in the evening, much to my wife's chagrin. Chagrin? I don't know how I'd say that with a Scottish accent. I, also, the Scottish accent has... It, it, okay, it's bad. But uh, So I haven't found uh, a way to reduce it. I haven't found it reduced at all, really. If anything, I gave more in the last few years thanks to this danged place. I stay up way too late and don't get nearly enough sleep. It's all those blooming contests, because what kind of madman is responsible for those? So Chewie uh, is somehow living the dream. He had kids and now has more time to game. Figure that one out. I think that's kind of I, a I theme. Can't actually I mean, it, in a lot of these responses i mean well, it might be like yeah it might be like the age that children are allowed to work over across the pond <laughs> <laughs> possibly i think it's aren't there the, like wookie labor laws or do they age differently <laughs> <laughs> kind of like mork from mork and mindy where they they're adults when they're born and they shrink down to Nobody? Okay. I mean, I, 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 I won't be in the old club for another two hours, so I don't get it. You're yeah, you're you're right to uh not I mean Chewy, you could play Fallout 3 and Mass Effect 2 if you stop buying so many crappy little games. You're doing it to yourself. I don't know, I'm with him though, and it's not like a, a time thing because I have like I played Dragon yeah. Quest uh eleven. That was, you know, an eighty hour RPG. But like I don't know, an 80-hour RPG, that used to be like, nice, let me just carve out a week and get it done. And now an 80-hour RPG, that's two months of game time. And that's the only game I played for two months. So I get not wanting to approach them. They are daunting. Well, I think you need to hang out with, with your wife a little more, Chewy, so she doesn't have the, the chagrin. <laughs> <laughs> chagrin, huh? We're talking about rugs now? Yes, absolutely. He is shaggy. That's not what that means in Scotland. Who's next? Nate. <laughs> so Hatton says, um, and here, <clears throat> here's my impersonation of Hatton. <clears throat> my situation is much aligned with Chewy's. I have found my gaming time increases as I get older. Having a child now means less going out, etc. So I am in the home more. Also coincides with COVID and working from home, meaning that I don't sp now spend, that I now don't spend, excuse me, two hours in my car or on a train. So more gaming time there. I tend to play a lot when my wife goes to sleep, so normally available from 9 to 10-ish onwards. In terms of my gaming pattern, I started out a few years ago by just wanting... Mm-hmm. Should have proofread. <laughs> hear that bloop! I wanted to hear that bloop by any means necessary. I played some terrible games and switched between one game to the next every five minutes. After changing strategy a fair few times, I am now looking to delve into some games that I may have missed by being late to the game. Going back and playing some Epic 360 games has definitely been a great change for me. I also have chosen to play a lot of games that fall into genres that interest me, mainly racing and sports. sports. These games tend to help with the gaming time, actually, as they tend to be pick-up and plays. So I suppose, TLDR, we could have started with that, my <laughs> gaming time has increased, and I tend to now focus on games I actually want to play slash playing some of the highest-rated 360 games that I have missed. That sounds familiar. Wow, it sounds like he's also playing for 
Oh, no. Yeah. Bleep. I can't That's say it. Oh, no. That's the bloop we were talking about. Yes. There we go. Um, okay. So, awesome. That, uh, yeah. I, I love to hear that people are playing what they want to play. Um, as my... As I've gotten older, have I played more or less? Well, when you have a young child, you play a lot. Because you're up at all hours <laughs> of the day. And, uh, and, and hopefully... You have, you know, at least one hand free to do a little bit of gaming uh, where you're not feeding or holding or rocking. Uh, but those days are long gone. Uh, so these days, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm sacrificing sleep for game time. That's kind of how it works, and I'm okay with that. Um, so do I play more or less? I play about the same <laughs> because I sacrifice a lot of sleep. Um, so if uh, what do I play? If, if a game I really like is out, I plays it. Uh I also chase Game Pass games that I like and some that I don't. Uh, and when I'm not doing that, I'm doing some other crazy contest, probably like RTDL one month or you know two weeks because Game Pass uh, leavings happen every two weeks. Um, and then when I'm not doing that, I'll just play something else for fun. Um, so so mostly I have strayed away from the Rattalikas and the East Asia Sauce and things like that. They're just kind of like empty calories. Um, not to say that those those publishers don't every now and then put out a good game or a fun I shouldn't say good game a fun game <laughs> that also Whoa. happens to be quick and easy. <laughs> they put out some good games too, but um, but yeah, for the most part, I'm playing stuff in my backlog uh, or brand new stuff or whatever. Just whatever I want to play is what I'm playing. I don't really feel like I need to play anything uh, except for when it's leaving Game Pass. <laughs> Basically, I'm a whole ball of contradictions. All right. Not quite sure what your answer there was. Sounds like yeah. Well, then I got my point across. <laughs> that was his answer. The whole oh. you know, walking contradiction thing. Sounds like you play for fun. Also, this, this is this is happening. Michelle. Okay. What do you got for us? Well, I have two brief patron responses, so I'm gonna start by reading Wild West 08's response, who said that sure uh, not I boxer ha- responses. What? Oh boy. What? Boxers or briefs? No? Well, we got it. We got oh, it. Oh, 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 oh. I, I missed it. I was. It's an underwear yeah, joke. Jokes it, are funnier when you have to explain them. I understand. Go, go back to episode like 23 when P Tart asked uh, lightning round questions. You get all your answers there. Um, <laughs> all right. So I Wild West says, I have seen my gaming increase as my kids get older and my job changed. I'm working less and have more time for gaming. Sometimes family life means it takes longer to finish a game, but I don't mind. I wanted to hit the million, then shift to more management action RPG games. So I think this is kind of in line with the changes in my family changed how I game, but surprisingly for most people, it changed how they game. So they game more. And that seems to be a common thread because you would think once kids come around, it's like, yeah, this is going to kill all your gaming time. And like you've all alluded to already, there's... There, there are times where there's more time because you, you have to be home. You have to be around with the kids or, you know, the time you used to spend hanging out with your spouse, you don't really get anymore because your spouse is exhausted. And so you get that time on your own to hang out and play games and whatnot. And then Vulgar Latin responds uh, that he's trying to do better with time management in general and really plotting out how he wants things to go. Uh, I have also, I'm, you know, uh, first person third person shifting here i also have decided against more grindy things because for the most part i don't care about full completions as much as i used to i'm okay with letting things slide i'm 
I think <laughs> I really had to give this question some thought because my immediate reaction was, I don't really think I play any different than I used to. I pretty typically have always been one to come home and throw on my console and play. You know, my, my coworkers will be like, why do you play games so much? I'm like, why do you binge so much TV? It's, it's just, it's the thing I do to unwind at the end of the day. But I think more honestly, I have my console on for more time, but I'm not sure I actually spend a whole lot more time playing than I used to. I think that's the idea of it because frequently I'll come in from work, I'll turn on my console, go into the other part of the house and take care of stuff I have to take care of. And by the time I've made it back into my room where my console is, it has timed out and I have to turn it back on again. I think my ability to play is about the same, but my desire to spend long periods of time sitting and playing a game is different unless it's something I'm really into. So like when Psychonauts 2 came out, I had no problem sitting there for several hours playing it. And games that typically get me to play for a longer stretch of time are actually things like like Rocket League, like the one more game type games. But I, I think, you know, in terms of the question, once again, it's... my thankfully my work situation is about what it is i don't ha like i have a nine to five i don't have take home work so i have time to play after and it's been that way for a while so not much has changed for me actually which i know is boring but that's where i'm at for whatever reason you actually made me think of something that i had not factored into my reduced gaming time but it also sounds like once i'm old i will have more time uh but that's that's besides the point i think i just called all of our patrons old i'm sorry guys but when Kelsey and I first moved in together, we just ate a lot of crap. So I could game while I threw, you know, the pizza in the oven for 45 minutes. But now since we're trying to save money and eat healthier, <coughs> you know, I, I spend an hour each night cooking. And that definitely cuts into game time as well. And I hadn't mm -hmm. thought of that at any point other until just now. I think there's also some element of like, and this is not 100% of the, for 100% of people. But when, when you're younger, you're more likely to like... I'm not going to waste my time sitting at home. I'm going to go out and see this concert after work. I'm going to go out to a movie or I'm going to do this and that. When 5.30 hits and I'm out of work, like, I just want to come home. I want to get into pajamas and I just want to veg. I don't care exactly what I'm doing, but I don't make a whole lot of, like, weeknight plans to go out and do things. And definitely more so as, uh, you know, the further away I get from college where I felt like I was always involved with something. <laughs> and that's, again, not the case for everybody. But I definitely feel like that's been the case for me. Yeah, um, I'm going to agree with you 100%. Back in May, I saw two concerts in two nights, Tuesday night and Wednesday night, and I don't think I have ever been more exhausted than I was on that Thursday. <laughs> like, how how do people do things on weeknights? I was, mm -hmm. I was no good teaching that next day. <laughs> I agree with that. All right. Last but not least, we are going to hear from Creature Spelled Backwards, otherwise known as Arutarek. And he says, I wouldn't say my priorities have changed much. I've always wanted to complete every game I started, but in the early days of Xbox, I just start what I wanted, whether I could finish it or not. Now, with there being so much choice available, I very rarely buy slash play anything I know I won't be able to complete, nor will have the patience to, uh, such as Diablo 2 or Halo Infinite, for example. I know this answer will annoy L. Ooh, targeted. Did it? Because I shouldn't <laughs> let something so arbitrary dictate what I play. <laughs> But I play a lot of games as it is, so missing out on a game every now and again, uh, now and then, isn't an issue for me. Chances are I'll play something equally as good instead, and it helps limit the spending on games with only by a small amount. If I really want to play a game I can't complete, though, there's always Steam slash Switch slash second Xbox account. 
wow, Aruturek, I didn't know you were such the um, completionist, OCD completionist. I mean, come on. I know this this type of uh, topic comes up every now and again. Are you really going to try to complete yeah, everything I think you start? Come on. I think you his know. point at the end, though, a Steam switch or a, a second account is a valid point because... I'm not so much a completionist either. I like keeping my percentage. It's it's about 80 right now. I, I get upset when it dips into 79.9, uh, but it doesn't, like, change the way I... Like, I'll just get it back, you know, to 80 at some point. Um, but I do like on Switch games where I'll just, I'll just play the story. Like, Pokemon, I beat the Elite Four. I did a couple quests, and that was it. Like, if that game was on Xbox, I'm sure I would have been compelled to continue playing after the elite four for another 40 hours to do whatever. But mm. I didn't, didn't feel like I needed to. So as I get nice. older, <laughs> the nice numbers are, sense. are not as important. Cause what does that 80% really mean? If you boosted that by playing a thousand easy one K's and just getting that completion percentage up, what does it really Hey mean? now, all those gentlemen, what does it really mean? All those gentlemen, seven twenties are pulling me down. No, it's still, you're still that still bought. <laughs> eight of 12 <laughs> I feel yeah, like you know what i'm getting at but um <clears throat> go ahead Michelle. oh um, i just i feel like completion percentage is a it's a bit of a strange because i'm in the same boat I, I keep trying to get around 80 percent and getting knocked back and the more that i'm thinking about it the more i think it it doesn't bother people on on other consoles because you we hear that a lot right like oh i have a playstation or i have a steam account or whatever else and that's because we're not as inclined to play things we don't really feel like playing on other consoles. I've played a lot of stuff on Xbox where I really didn't think that I wanted to, but there's a contest or, hey, it was free or whatever else. Like, I, I the other consoles I had in my life, like, I always just played what I wanted to play and that was it. I never felt a need to go out and just buy a Call of Duty or whatever, even though I, though I know that's not my thing. So I, I think, like... It's it's hard when you've had an account on Xbox for your 10, 15 years, whatever it is now, to sort of keep penalizing yourself for the way that you approached your gaming years ago. So it's just I I'm with you on the completion percentage thing, but I like I feel like it's just it's complicated because the way we approach our gaming on Xbox in particular is so different than other consoles. Hmm. I mean. I guess what he's saying is if there's something like a Gears 5 that he wants to try and have on a stag, he'll go play it on a second Xbox account, which I get to a point. But right, I, I'm not deriding that. I think that's, just that's fine. I am. I mean, no, I, I, I don't gatekeep. No, I don't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's because you you just didn't care at that point. It's just that whole ecosystem of achievements and percentages and most of us coming through to a podcast like this one because of TA, which is so stat-focused. We've sort of done it to ourselves. Well, the biggest thing with the completion percentage is that you want to finish what you start, right? You wouldn't do that with movies, right? You wouldn't watch a third of a movie and then oh, I would. down and watch an, start <laughs> I, I another would. movie. That's actually a, a good it. example, but no, if the movie no, sucks, you know I, what just, I, mean, I just put it down. <laughs> <laughs> I have definitely watched Skip the first season of many movie. shows that I've never gone back to and finished. That's don't oh, stop it, <laughs> But if there was no, but if there was a, if there was like a site, and I'm not saying this would necessarily you be the case, but but if there was like right, if there was like some kind of TA for your Netflix viewing habits, and it picks up that you started streaming whatever show, 
and now your stats drop because you only watched the first season of it you may feel that inclination to be like oh well i mean i just have to run it right like we're we're all just really like slaves to the to the stats that we're seeing there and i think if that's removed from the picture it's not as pressing to most of us not all of us there's some people who are still think that feel like that's important that's what motivates them to gain but i I feel like sometimes we understate the (laughs) role that that ta plays in in how a lot of us have approached this stuff i agree it also helps once you can convince yourself that nobody is going to your ta page and checking your stats Mm -hmm. like no one's judging you Mm -hmm. you can kind of just focus on whatever you want to focus on or not focus on as the case may be as i pull up big l's page and critique (laughs) it's an as an interesting point (laughs) daily i do that (laughs) just want to get to 69 percent and stay there Um, that's because I'm here. That's I forgot fine. what I was gonna. Say. Forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> I apologize. Hi, Kenny. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, the other thing I was gonna say is uh, we'll, we'll probably talk about this more later. Also, but um, I, I, what Volger said about uh, okay, letting things slide. I'm, I'm. Doing that too. Like, if I'm not having fun playing, I'm I'm not playing. And what's fun to me generally is um, close your ears. X. What's fun to me is being in a party and hanging with people or playing co-op games. Now I am starting uh, the game I chose for my game showcase this week. I'm trying to do some more single player stuff, so we'll get there in a minute. But generally speaking, I'm just trying to have fun. Uh, I actually I talked with MVP yesterday i wish he had written a response but he made a comment that he'd rather play uh 100 two-hour games than uh you know a 200 hour slog of a game even though you might have a more robust experience with the 200 hour game just rather have a more small experiences i know rocker's the same now but i do miss that uh long jrpg that i that I played growing up and stuff like that. Uh, one thing I am doing, which is also off topic, but since Switch was mentioned, I'm uh, introducing my son to classic NES and uh, SNES games that I grew up on, and that's just so much fun. And yeah, you don't worry about achievements. Although, you know, if you're playing Zelda, you're trying to get all the pieces of heart and this and that. So there is some completionist uh, stuff there, but uh, that's good fun. Good fun. We're playing through the Zelda games right now. It's a, uh, Playing the black sheep. So, so you're not taking, you're not taking the opportunity to have him run through an emulator so you can get the achievement. Uh, no, no, we're not playing on retro achievements. <laughs> oh, okay. All no, right, we're okay. playing on the Switch. I mean, we're making nice use of safe states and rewind, but uh, we're getting through. <laughs> uh, we're playing the black sheep Zelda two right now, and uh, that's another topic for another day. But uh, yeah, right. I mean, that's the deal older, with achievements, though. You want to experience more things. That that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's that's unfortunately the deal with achievements. Like as cool as it would be to play a Zelda game with achievements, if they came up with a Legend of Zelda two achievement list that included a speed run, I don't know about that. Right. You know, I mean, like I, right, right, like I've played the game, I liked it well enough. I would love to play like I think today I'd be okay with it. I just whatever, I'm not gonna get the speed run achievement. But four or five years ago, mm-hmm. I really would have had to think twice before starting it, even as a game I like. 
I agree with that entirely, actually. I feel like, you know, the good old days, I just wouldn't have played it. And now, whatever, I'll play it and not get that achievement, and that's fine. Oh. oh. Interesting that you said that, because uh, that came up. Uh, what's that game, Nate? The big one? Oh, the big one? <laughs> the game that just added uh, 402 gamer score. Uh, I mean, that's like every rattle like I don't know. No. <laughs> the DLC came out and it's got an uneven Where's gamer it? score and everyone's going crazy. 402 oh, the, uh, gamer score. The, the, what, the CRPGs on Windows 10? Uh, it is yeah. Grift of the Year? No, wait. Sorry. I'm no, reading the wrong no, thing. No, no, no. That happened. No, it says. For, oh, in the Big Con. The name of the it's DLC is Rift of the Year. Oh, right. The Big, the big Con. Called... Yes. Or, oh, the Big Con. Says, Damn. Yeah. It's 13 achievements okay, for 402. Right. So, of course, immediately everyone starts hounding the developer, trying to get them to fix it. I like how they're telling them to fix it when it's yep. not broken. Yeah. Right. In this case, yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. In this case, you can't choose to not start it because you've if you've already started it, they spring this four hundred two on you. But uh, they were engaging with the community on Twitter, and half the people were saying, "No, leave it; it's fine." And the other half the people saying, "No, I'm not going to play this game." It's just. (laughs) I feel like the real numbers are not half half. The number of people screaming on Twitter probably is. The real number of yeah. people who actually are going to be stopped one way or the other is so small. It it mm-hmm. th- again, they're loud on Twitter. I but such a small number compared to the entire potential game user base. They really don't care that much. I can sort of confirm that just from talking to my students. They don't know what their gamer score is. Like mm-hmm. it's it's not a thing that most people care about. So hey, cool! I got the bleep bloop for ten. Okay, I'm never going to look at that. Oh, hey, I got the bleep bloop for two. I'm still never going to look at that. And it's not going to bother, you know, 98% of people. It's too bad those kids are not going to pass this year. (laughs) Well, they already didn't pass last year, so they get me again (laughs) next year. And I warned them all damn year that I only have one set of jokes, and they are not funny the second time, so. Oh, I hate it when that happens. That'll that'll be fun. I already have a, a couple... I'll be nice and, and call them noodles that failed me last year that I will have again next year. Joy. I mean, I think we all... So, anyway, before we move have... on, Kush, oh. I, have a, I have a question for you. Um, when ahead. you mail out a letter, you know how you have to like lick the little tab thingy? Do you like sprinkle Old Bay on that before you lick it? I mean, I, no, actually, my tongue is actually 98% Old Bay, so <laughs> I don't need to add to it because you know you don't need 99 percent. that's crazy you see how random that was and had nothing to do with anything welcome to my 10th grade classes oh i think what we learned and we get our envelopes from mccormick (laughs) (laughs) i think what we've learned from this question and and what we kind of know going in in some ways that if you're in a community like this one the amount of your time you spend for gaming is probably unusually high anyway I'm actually surprised more people didn't say along the lines of what Kush was saying. And if, if Freem had responded, I'm guessing we'd see something similar. Where what you begin to sacrifice is sleep. You're, you're able to maintain like your gaming mm-hmm. time 
but it's because you're pushing later into the evening to make sure you have that couple hours to get your gaming in. And we, we start to prioritize that as, you know, me time, time that I'm I'm spending doing something I enjoy where I'm kind of shutting out the noise of the world. And I'm I'm surprised we didn't see more responses along that line. Yeah, sleep is very important. I like naps so I can stay up late and then complain that I'm tired. <laughs> and then take another nap and complete the vicious cycle again. <laughs> right, exactly. I like naps, sandwiches, and gaming. And showcasing gaming. All right, well, thank you for the question. X the hero. Sure. Thanks sure, for reminding sure. us all that we are just getting older and older. And, uh, yeah. Oh, Let's talk about some games. All right, Nate, you're up first with the game showcase game. I have a feeling this is going to be a good yes. one. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm definitely not going to talk about what remains of Edith Finch because I know we've talked about <laughs> it before. And if we talked about it, we would just be giving too much away about how great of a game it is and uh, how I knew that, but I had been putting it off until I wanted to play it. Oh. And that's why we will not be talking about what remains of Edith Finch and how it's awesome and you should thing. go play it while it's on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I don't remember. Yeah, it showed up in my RTDL and I was like, I'm just going to get it done. Uh, now's the time, and it was awesome, and I'm not going to talk about it. So uh, what I am going to talk about is Alba, a wildlife adventure. Uh, has anyone heard of this? No. Uh, just from you playing it, but no. Not other than I that. haven't even okay. heard of it, no. Okay. So this is a game by Us2Games, developer with Plugin Digital, so I have never heard of them before. Um, and it looked like a perfect kid-friendly game. And it is. This game is great. Uh, if you've got a little kid or you are a little kid yourself uh, and you just <laughs> enjoy joy, uh, you land on this. Uh, you go. To this, I guess you grew up on this island where your grandparents were. You visit them uh, and then you go away for a while and you come back and you're kind of like rejoining uh, a friend that you made when you were there. And you're going on these adventures around the island uh, exploring. But. Since you've been away, a big developer has moved in and they're building a huge condo or uh, <clears throat> a huge hotel and they're just basically taking all the joy and all the good stuff out of the island and replacing it with things that'll make money. So while you're there, you are just, you know, trying to get the island back to the state in which you remember it. Um, the very first thing that happens once you get there is you uh, meet your friend and then you just go on a quick run around the island just remembering what everything is. And then you find uh, an animal in distress. So then you have to go find five people and have them uh, help free this animal. And as you do these sorts of things, it's just thing moves into thing, moves into thing. That's how they move the story along. It's a, you know, fetch quest, uh, go get pictures, take pictures of this, go explore this area, go pick up trash. Just fun little stuff like that. doesn't sound like fun, right? It sounds like work. It sounds like uh, community service, but it, but it's actual fun community service uh, where you're going around and you're doing this. Now, we had just talked about an achievement factory, and this was my first achievement factory. I did nothing oh my God. in this game other than sit and uh, and advise, and uh, I watched my daughter work her way through this game, and she completed this game all uh-huh. by herself in about three hours. Um so I didn't actually have to take the controls. Well, I, I took the controls maybe once or twice just to help with a, with a section or something. But she was able to do this game by herself. And she's uh, eight, almost nine. Um, so 
<clears throat> so that's great. I'm, I'm finally able to see her enjoy this type of game. Um, and it was just a great time to sit down and, and watch and, uh, and watch her kind of work through the things and discover like, okay, well, this is how a modern game works, right? I'm free to go explore this island, but I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. So what do you do? You look at the quest log. Quest log tells you exactly what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> so it says, go to this place, go do this thing. So yeah, it's awesome. Um, went and did that. Uh, just had a great time with this game. And she has been playing it nonstop um, on my account. So I can't do anything else while she's on that game. <laughs> I did this to myself. Um, but this game is great. Uh, as you are exploring the island, your your little character is running. But then she alternates between like skipping and like putting her arms out like an airplane. Uh, it is just a, a joy to play this game. Uh, if you're looking for something fun, something lighthearted, uh, this is a great game. Uh, I, I really had a good time with it. There's other games like it. I think Summertime in Mara um, is also oh, all right. similar to this. I haven't played that I one, but played... I know that game. So that actually that yeah. gives me a good... I, I get what you're talking about. Yeah, I haven't played that yet, but that is kind of on, on the horizon uh, for what I think um, I, I might point my daughter towards next, as well as the um, something we're going to talk about later uh, in Games with Gold, uh, I think is another game that might be able to uh, steer her towards because it's kind of similar to this. But it's a great game. Uh, and uh, if, you know, it's a little expensive if you were to buy it right now, full price, it's $20. But at the time I bought it, it was on sale. And um, it would be fun to play by myself, but it's also fun if you have a, a younger person uh, who may be ready for this type of game. So once your daughter got this through looks fun. Alba, yeah, um, do you, mm -hmm. ha, has she asked about like, hey, can we work on something else, or has she really been like so into this? She just wants to kind of continue playing. No, okay, <laughs> no, <laughs> she just nope. She just said, "I'm going to do it again." I said, "All right, All you right. can play it on your tag." Nope. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, I should also mention that the, the achievements in the game are all story-based, so you're kind of moving through. Uh, once you beat the game, you can go back and 100% everything if you want. Um, you do have to get to certain percentage thresholds to kind of move the story along, but you don't have to get every picture of every animal on the island. You, you do have to get some. Uh, some are, like, uh, quest-based, and once you get those, they, they do move the story, story along. So you don't have to 100% everything in the game. You don't have to pick up every piece of trash. But uh, the completionist in me... <laughs> well, I sh I'm not a completionist, but the, uh, <laughs> you know, are. that that tendency that I have to just want to find all those uh, shinies uh, makes me want to go back and just clean it up, even though she's beat it. So I'm going to wait till she's done with this game and stops talking about it. Then no. I'm going to go in and, and collect everything. Probably. Probably not. <laughs> now, did she take to the fact that you play as a young girl or did she not? About that. she didn't care no she didn't she didn't really care no um and i would uh you know i, I started her off i <laughs> uh, started her off with phoenix uh <laughs> phoenix rising and mm -hmm. um then we went to alba so we kind of <laughs> did it backwards <laughs> but she she sunk so many hours into that game i just thought it'd be great to have a game that i didn't have to you know jump in every now and then when when there were a ton of monsters I probably should have done it the other way around, but um, <laughs> it doesn't really matter if it's a boy or a girl to her, but I think she does like that it's a girl. I didn't do that specifically for right. that. I was looking for a game that she could play because it's the summer and uh, she wasn't in camp that week. She was sick. 
So I was like, I'm just going to find a game she can play and, and do this while I go do some work for a little while. It is interesting to see, too, how the, Alba has just under a thousand tracked gamers, but it has almost a four rating. And usually these games that are two to three hours, because so many people play them and just achievements and out, the people who bother to review them just give them like a three or two and a half or whatever they give sort of that. So it actually like sort of speaks well to the game that it's it's almost at a four and and it's still a, a brief experience yeah it is a good game it is not it does not feel like a two to three hour game uh and i can see that i've played it for 13 or 11 and a half hours so uh i was i was actually gonna ask that is that a two three hour game from the achievement hunter point of view i will steamroll the achievements or is that a two three hour game for you know a nine-year-old girl let me play and explore this game as the developers intended it probably longer yeah it's longer it probably took uh four to five hours the first time through and now she's just like you know, she's she's optimizing her path <laughs> she's exactly where to go strafing sideways and not turning the camera yep. she's gonna be speed <laughs> yep, she's jumping backwards because it's faster yeah. she's she's speed running alba basically uh next year she's we're gonna enter her in uh, games done quick so that's the plan all right that was alba wildlife adventure hopefully there's no hunters there x hey what game do you want to discuss i have uh two one is just a uh shorty uh roar ah is the <laughs> name of the game and uh oh. i was kind of in just a blah mood the other day and i was going through my list and like what is what is a game that i have to put literally just zero thought into and then I saw that one, and I was not disappointed in that sense. It's six levels. Uh, the sixth one is impossible to beat. Um, look it up. I'll, I'll spare you the details because I'm going quick here. Uh, it is literally, I don't know, two and a half, maybe three hours of just mashing the Y button and running between objectives. It is just completely mindless, uh, technically hack and slash, but you only need to do one combo, which is mash the Y button. And... That's it. You're uh, you're a grumpy dinosaur who was woken up after a 65 million year nap, and you beat up aliens. And that's it. And it is objectively a horrible game, but if you just need to mindlessly mash the Y button, that's what you're, you know, that's the game that you need in your life. That was such a great wow. elevator That's all pitch. I got about that one. 65 million year nap, and Roar. you're fighting aliens. Like, that was... It's too bad the rest of it was terrible, because that <laughs> sold the game pretty well right there. This game, uh, it's no, again, it is objectively a bad game. It has 1.58 stars on TA. No one's completed it because the final boss uh, pretty much three shots you. Um, every other enemy in the game, you know, 30 shots you. Uh, apparently one guy on TA has actually beaten the final boss, which is actually hella impressive. But then there's a glitch achievement. But you can get 800 gamer score for 1405 TA, which is. Uh, like a, a 1.45 ratio, not... No, that's more than that. That's like 1.55 ratio, so not too bad. But it's it's a pretty bad game. You it, Literally, it's just mash the Y button for three hours, and you'll be fine. If you're into that, go for it. Roar! Of all the achievements to break, like, this is the dumbest. Defeating a thousand enemies? So Yeah, right? You can't figure that out? Defeating a hundred enemies works. It's weird, like, because... That just seems... People on Xbox have it unlocked... Which I know there's, you know, hacky, cheaty ways around that, but it's 3% of Xbox players have it unlocked, but zero on TA. So I'm very confused and concerned by that statistic. Those numbers are always wrong. Much. Yeah. 
I play some games where they say 100% on them. Yeah, that's true. I've had I, I don't believe those numbers. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was my quick pitch. Again, mash Y button. Roar Jurassic Edition. It it was it was pretty bad and yet it was exactly the game I needed when I was having a bad day and just wanted to beat up some aliens. So, that's that. Uh the one I'm going to talk about, I suspect will ruffle some feathers here. That, that is not my intention here. I'm just talking about my experience here, L. Uh, my brother and oh. I played mm-hmm. Halo 2 in the Master Chief Collection. I have never played Halo 2 before. Mm-hmm. And he lives in Virginia. He's in the Navy, so we played it on his weird four days working, four days off schedule. Uh, over three days, we went through the campaign. We played on Normal, which was nice, because I'm bad at video games, and he's really good at shooters. So I died a lot, and then I kept just respawning on him. And... Mm-hmm. I had fun playing games with my brother. I did not particularly have fun with Halo 2 because the mechanics were very dated. Uh, there's no sprint button. I'm sorry, that's unacceptable. Master Chief, you're, you know, this super badass, you know, walking army, but you can't run. That's that's interesting. And uh, I missed the entire story because we were in party chat and my brother was talking. And I have no idea what happened in any of the cutscenes or dialogue. So I enjoyed the social experience of talking to my brother who i never really see or talk to but uh that just really really sort of confirmed that i hate co-op and multiplayer and being in parties if i'm trying to play games that was a genuinely unenjoyable gaming experience it was just go forward shoot some bad guys and then i die and then i respawn and then i shoot more bad guys and then i die and then i respawn and oh there's a cutscene with like a giant tentacle octopus thing but i don't know what happened uh and then oh spawn and then die and then oh here we go again. Cool. Completed campaign. That was my Halo 2 experience. And I directly attribute it, uh, getting a poor rating in my book, to being in party chat. Sorry. <laughs> so, I, I would just say... Uh, I have lots of follow-up questions, but I'll... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I just want to say... That you it's, can go it, first. It's probably more who you were in party with and what they were getting out of the experience in party chat itself. Like, I've played so many so many many games in co-op where like a cutscene comes a guy's cutscene and everybody's just quiet and we watch the cutscene and part of the fun of the game is we all just watch together like watching a movie so i i I think i get what you're saying and that's not your preference i wouldn't try to sway you otherwise but i i think because this is your brother whom you don't get to speak to so frequently and and i'm guessing he's played the game before um so it wasn't as big a deal he said that he kind of ran through um what are there six games yeah he ran through all six of them while he was underway but with the tv muted and just so he played okay. them but he didn't really play them right but he he probably plays for different reasons than we would like part of why we're playing is to experience the storylines and things like that there are plenty of people who play shooters just to enjoy the mechanics of the game so That's, i think 100%. he just wanted to shoot stuff yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so uh, you know, I, again, would not twist your arm to try to do something outside of your comfort zone because that's not how you like your games. But you can definitely enjoy a uh, story-based game in party as long as the people in the party are, are also there for that reason and, and make sure that they stay quiet during cutscenes and things like that. That's all. So, El, I'm sorry. I stepped over your questions, but I, I'm done with my uh, my point. <laughs> No, and I, I agree with you 100%. That would be totally fair. I could have told him to shut up during the cutscene. Mm-hmm. But like you said, I, I honestly, I was enjoying the just hanging out with my little bro. I right. never see him. I miss the guy. 
Yeah. I mean, I was going to say if it makes you feel any better, I've played this game several times and I still have no idea what's going on. <laughs> All right. Actually, so, that, does, so, that does make so, me feel a little better. <laughs> um, I don't know why. For some reason, the Halo games all just kind of mashed together in my mind. And I'll, Michelle will get upset at this probably because I know she likes the stories and I know Prue likes the stories. Well, no, 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 no. Like Halo, they, I like shooty shooties. Halo One didn't really have like much of a better. story, so it like the novel of Halo One. The guy was basically told like, "There's a universe, there's a game that kind of has a story, but we really want you to write the story that fills in these blanks." So the games themselves weren't really designed to be story heavy in mind. So no, that's fair to say that you didn't really pick it up because that wasn't the intent. By the time it got to three, there was a more developed story arc and the characters and what was happening and whatnot. And like you said, L. Gears was more about, like, we're going to actually try to write a story. And so it's very ham-fisted at the beginning, but that was the intention. Halo <laughs> wasn't that way. Right. Um, more questions. Well, first, the point. Going back to okay. that we're old. Halo 2 came out in 2004. <laughs> so, that was 18 years ago. So, you're going to be 32. So, you're about 14... I was 14 in 2004. That is correct. There you go. I did maths. And uh, <laughs> I actually remember being at the midnight launch uh, of uh, Halo 2. Remember midnight launches? Remember midnight? I do. I miss them. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I would never go to one anymore. But just the concept no, never of now. them existing. I miss well, the on. idea of them. That's one of those old mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. 15 years ago, mm-hmm. we would have done them. But now, I will wait for digital delivery. Go on. Oh right, right. I was just saying that. I, I will. I will interject. It. I went to in 2013. I went to the Xbox One midnight launch. That was the last one I went to. Actually, I mean to be fair, even with the digital delivery, it's like a midnight launch because you on the East Coast have to wait until like three, three in the morning when I'm asleep and, already. Yeah. All those West Coast. <laughs> That's <people>. ridiculous. That's <laughs> why people travel the- to New Zealand. Where oh, do people go? I mean, New Zealand, yeah, yeah you can, yeah, you some can people, time some travel people to New Zealand, New Zealand and unlock travel, it, I think, yes. at like 11 a.m. <laughs> yeah. The day before. Um, But, you know, they would give out, like, I don't know, posters and whatever. They would give out stuff, and it would be people. And actually, what I remember is what they ha- uh, I went to a, a video store. It wasn't even like a GameStop or whatever it was called back then. And everyone was, and we had, a, there was a Halo 1 tournament. So they did some cool stuff there. And I just remember that. And back then, it was on like this small TV because TVs were small back then. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that's uh, that was a uh, 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 what's the opposite of a non sequitur? A sequitur. So <laughs> nice. I forgot what this. Oh yeah, I was going to ask more questions. So when you play with uh, with wifey, do you, do you uh, the do you, the do you pay attention to the stories? Uh, is it a different experience local? Uh, I'm not dodging you your question. Play... I, I will. I will answer your question. Yes, Kelsey and I play games. If it you has a story, we we pay yes. attention to the story. We uh-huh. shut up uh-huh. and you know watch the cutscenes together. Um, mm-hmm. But to like specifically with Halo, uh, my brother got Halo Three back on 360 when it came out, and we played that in person. Shut up for the cutscenes, and I actually remember most of that. That was 2006. 
Um, we played Halo mm-hmm. 1 back in 2015, Couch Co-op. Mm-hmm. And again, there wasn't much, but I remember playing it. And then again, just the party chat, you know, constant talking. I just played the game three days ago, and I really don't remember much about Halo 2. So again, I'm not blaming party chat. It was just the, the talking and the socializing was the of priority course. here. So I, I do like following the story. I when wonder... We... When the I intention have, is to enjoy a game, in, as I wonder intended, we if you would have had a better time. I mean, you probably wouldn't, but I wonder if you would have, if you had played uh, multiplayer together, like co-op multiplayer, where you could just talk, whatever, and just shoot stuff, and not have to worry about the story. Uh, is, we've done that in the saying, past with, with Gears, and my brother is super competitive. He has, you know, his mm. right stick on, you know, instant you twitch it and it you know you spin 720 degrees um you know kind of thing <laughs> and uh yeah we can't play together because i'm really bad and he just gets really frustrated with me if only there were other people you might know who enjoyed like who? this type of game i don't know i don't, I don't know if only there was no, I, 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 only not, there was. I don't enjoy multiplayer that's <laughs> we know I, we that's know. a separate conversation though i'm specifically focusing on, on the co-op experience here i do not enjoy multiplayer at all one good thing about multiplayer Halo is that if one of you dies, then uh, you could respawn. Well, that's solo. Halo. Yeah. You die. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely a saving grace because yes. if that didn't happen, I died all the time and we were playing on normal and go ahead and make fun uh-huh. of me. I died oh, all the I time won't. on normal. <laughs> right. But he Not was easy. able to, you know, just run back into the previous room and then I could spawn. So he was. You played on uh, Master Chief Collection, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he probably got seventy-five percent of the kills. And did I you try hitting the back bit. button to see what uh, old Halo Two looked like? Yes, I did. I actually, um, I don't know if I should admit to this, but at one point I was playing in the old mode, <laughs> and I thought it looked it pretty damn good. Oh. <laughs> Obviously, once I switched, it was oh okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what was. What was I thinking? Um, but there are definitely some spots where the old version actually has more detail, uh, like etchings in the wall versus just a concrete slab in the new one. So I thought that was interesting that some parts of the remaster were actually worse looking. That is weird. Uh, was there anything you want to say, like achievement wise or anything like that? Or... Yeah, my brother is not an achievement hunter. Um, mm-hmm. Really, really at all. He actually. Um, he mod. I don't think I've ever shared this on the podcast. He modded his gamer score back in, geez, twenty two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. Um, with you know whatever one of the the profile editors. So he logged out, and then like six minutes later, logged back in with like fifty six thousand more gamer score, and then immediately got reset to zero to the point that he actually today <laughs> cannot earn three sixty achievements. They'll pop for him, but it doesn't add to his wow. score. So wow. he can only have Xbox One achievements. So he's not an achievement hunter, uh, but we did. We got all the terminals and all the miscellaneous achievements as we went through the levels. So he did oh, that that's cool. exclusively for me. It was like, hey, if I'm going to play through, you know, let's let's find the things. Let's, you know, find the dolls and the, uh, you know, do the random go out of the map thing. So that was fun in that sense. So we did do that. That's cool. Yeah. I remember you asking if achievements were host only and i was going to say one thing that halo does well is that it, it shouldn't be host only for most of the things yeah that was things, um and then a bunch of other people chimed in that night they were having issues too so that was that was an xbox yeah. thing not a halo so you got it we figured you got that it out going pretty quickly. yeah yeah we figured that out pretty quickly good 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 good, good. 
Yeah, I don't know. Mm. The socialization, I, I will concede. It was nice chatting while playing a game that I otherwise would have played alone in a dark room. But I didn't get any of the story, and I don't know. And you missed nothing. Just, just <laughs> not for me. And the game was really dated. I think once we get to Halo 4, Halo 5, just mechanic-wise, I'll be able to appreciate it a little more. All right, well, I guess that could lead into my game, <laughs> uh, which I finally started the campaign for Halo Infinite. And I really wanted to wait for multiplayer or co-op, but 343 ain't going to give it to you. So <laughs> that's so, so dumb, but I love I, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Uh, yeah, and I gotta say that I have gonna have to agree with a lot of your points. That I can't imagine Halo now without sprinting, without the Titanfall style uh, clamoring, clamoring, mm-hmm. and. Halo please Infinite also me, adds... Please tell me in the new games that when I click left stick, it zooms in and doesn't chuck a plasma grenade on my brother. Okay, now, about that, <laughs> you can... you in, in Master Chief Collection, I mean, you you could change it to... I mean, that's on you. You had it on Legacy, and you could have changed it. No, well aware. Well aware you can change yeah, it yeah. to... I think of yeah, any yeah, of the yeah. games, right? But In Halo we were... 5, they made the default where left trigger... Yeah, like a normal game. Okay. Whew. But you have to understand that even back in Halo 1, yeah, left trigger was grenade, and pushing in right stick is zoom. And it makes no sense, but that's what I'm used to, so that's generally how I keep it. Yeah, I, I grenade killed myself and my brother Oh, <laughs> far too <laughs> yes. many times. Like, yes, hey, stupid, let weird. me zoom in and you know shoot you in the back of the head just for lols. Whoops, I threw a grenade. Now we're dead. Yeah, it's like sprint is X and reload is on right bumper. This makes no sense, but that's what I'm used to. Uh, so anyway, Halo Infinite, you finally played it. Yeah, uh, I finally played it. And uh, the greatest new addition that is very fun is the grapple shot, which is you can swing around and climb up buildings. and It's very cool, very cool. So the thing about Halo Infinite is that it's more open world-like. So you have a huge map, and you can fast travel around the map, find all the collectibles of which there are hundreds so many audio logs and other things like that um on ta though i've said this before the campaign counts as dlc which is just all kinds of backwards so it's very confusing so it wouldn't it wouldn't show up in uh in warboats and i wanted to show up in warboats but it did show up in rtdl finally we have dlc now And I don't know. I'm, I'm enjoying it far more than I thought I would. There is a story. You, there's a lot would of. Would you bosses. perhaps say that you're having? Yeah, I'm having fun, and I'm playing Why by myself. Why can't I say that word? I'm allowed to say it. <laughs> I have all the stroke around here. Uh, there was a very fun achievement with a great name called "Whip Riding the Ghost," <laughs> which is, uh, I guess, the opposite of ghost riding the whip. So what you do is uh, you grapple shot an enemy who's riding a ghost, and then you uh, steal the ghost from him. It's a lot of fun to do. That actually seems pretty cool, given that I just jump on top and then punch them to death in Halo yeah, 2. Yeah, that, that, that's the old <laughs> style. You can uh, steal their ghosts. 
I mean, Halo Infinite, uh, what can you say? It was delayed so many times, and depending on who you talk to, people might still think it sucks or it's unfinished, and they probably have a point, but so far, I think people so are me. enjoying the multiplayer, right? And that's what the focus on Halo is anyway. Yep, yep. I know Kush was addicted to it when it first came out, and, and Rocker. There's the whole battle pass thing, which is what you see in the uh, free-to-play games, one of which we might discuss later. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, yeah, just so far so good. Uh, I'm I, I am following the TA walkthrough. I have to admit, um, to make sure I don't miss any of the uh, the audio logs and the Spartan cores and all the other. Collectibles, even though you could easily clean that up later. I don't think anything's missable. But if the earlier you get them, the earlier you can upgrade your stuff. So Spartan cores, upgrade your grapple shot and all the uh, some of the other goodies that you find. But yeah, it's a it's beautiful looking. And it's got uh, just enough new stuff and then just enough old nods to the old games. Like an old music track might kick in that you didn't expect. It's been mostly new music the whole time. Ooh, music, I, I will it. interrupt you to point out um, the soundtrack for Halo 2. That Maybe. was fire. I enjoyed that heck out of that. I will say that. Yeah, heck. Yeah, there Have was you... a Breaking Benjamin song. I know, Michelle, you were probably going to say that. <laughs> yep. No, I, I wasn't. There was a Breaking Benjamin that. song in the original. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. In the original Halo 2, they, they had a, a cool Breaking Benjamin song. And then I've uh, seen them play that song live. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, but I think they blow took me it away. Out I think Master... or throw me yep, away. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, blow me away. And but uh, unfortunately, they took it out of Master Chief Collection. Damn copyright. Very sad. Very sad. Go ahead, Em. So I know one of the complaints that let me take a step back. Halo, I think, is one of those franchises that has a large group of core players who started playing at Halo One and remember the LAN parties and the early days of it. And there's pretty much nothing that will ever be done with the new development that will ever make the game any good because it's not the game they had to drag 360s and TV or original Xboxes, pardon me, and TVs to be able to play. So there, like, there's there's a whole thing about that. There are people who don't like it. But one complaint about Halo 4 that I think was pretty much universally an issue was that the new weapons in the game were not great. I know they've introduced some new weapons into Halo 5 because they're available in the multiplayer, which I have played, like the skewer and whatnot. Uh, have you encountered any of that in the game? Are they also, are they, like the grapple hook mm. mechanic is cool and that's new to the game. But I was curious if mm-hmm. you've encountered any new weaponry and how that weaponry feels to you. Um, I would say most of the weapons are fun to use. And uh, one of the modes in multiplayer is called Fiesta, which whenever you die, you oh, start yeah. with, you start with uh, two random weapons. So you get to experience all the different weapons while when you play Fiesta mode. And it's just a ton of fun. So instead of starting with the assault rifle and the shotgun every time, you start with two just different weapons. And there are different cool. achievements tied to kills with the weapons. So, yeah, I've had no problems with the weapons. They've been fun to use. Varied up. Good question. Good question. But as an overall package, I think it's good, especially on Game Pass. You know, $60 at launch, it would have been a, a tough sell. I feel like that's an entirely another conversation that I don't want to 
dive. Yeah, don't don't, don't do it. Hole. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. You definitely yeah. value games differently for free versus when you pay sixty <laughs> bucks for them. Absolutely, right. we don't need to and discuss absolutely. it, but yeah, that's a valid point. Right, and I don't think that sixty dollars would be an absolutely no price if if we didn't have game. Like we we would have bought Halo at full price to play it, and we might have even played it. So right. But the, the trade-off there is you would hope if they're releasing at a full price that everything comes out as it's supposed Work. to. They, they kind of get like a pass okay. in some ways because it is in Game Pass. And so all right, I'm not paying for the product specifically. But yeah, whole other conversation. Yeah, I bought the disc of the Master Chief collection, I think. Mm-hmm. That was a mess. Yep. I'm that glad was I some... waited seven years. Yeah. <laughs> no, you did a smart thing. It was really broken for a good year. Well, the matchmaking and stuff was year, broken. That's what we're... If, if you want to just jump in and play a game, it worked fine. But if you wanted to play online with people, like, the matchmaking was terrible. Mm-hmm. And not just matchmaking in terms of like playing a multiplayer game, but even just getting into a lobby together with people to play a co-op campaign. It was so bad. Well, I am curious to hear people's takes on Halo Infinite. If you have any, let me know. Um, only a, a few hours in. Not quite sure how long it is. I don't think it's that long. But I am curious to, to keep going with it. It's pretty good. Well, actually, I have another question because right. I, I keep hearing... Yep. Yep, yep, sorry, yep. before you uh, finish talking about Halo Infinite. Because um, I keep hearing that it's open world. Um, but when I think of Halo gameplay, I think of like you're doing a level. You know, There's sort of a linear path and then you walk backwards mm-hmm. through that linear path. So is there yep. none of that? It, there's not like a hub world and then you go into areas or you take a quest and now you've got this sort of linear thing like it's all just open world gameplay? Um, well, it starts off like the Halo you're used to and then you make your way into the open world. And then, oh. yeah, basically there's a swarm of enemies. You clear them out, you get a checkpoint and then it's there will be tunnels and stuff too in the inside places, yes, that are more of what you're thinking of. So you're not entirely off base. Okay. But it's just one big map overall. But yes, there's little sections that contain, I guess, what is kind of like a level or a mission. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. There's a, a word for that that it was in my brain and then it disappeared when I went to talk. Um, it's so it's like instanced, kind of. Mm, not quite I sure how I... the enemies work like that. Because isn't instance uh, i don't think instance so. space gameplay more like destiny where like you're kind of sharing a world map with people and then yeah. uh an event will drop down on everyone like i think it's open world but you don't share yeah. that open world with anyone except for someone you've invited to a multiplayer game gotcha okay i thought he was describing like world of warcraft where it is giant open world but yeah, then you walk in it. you know you open a door and there's a whole mm-hmm. dungeon essentially a whole level in this case however it does do that annoying mmo type thing where if you go to pause the game and there's enemies around they'll still hit you oh no i hate that why oh that's awful i died a lot of times in halo 2 because of that like hey i I gotta check the cat oh pause (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i'm not even playing online why is it well like usually in games that you play solo that doesn't happen unless it has drop in drop out gameplay enabled right so if you disable it, usually you can pause just fine. So even with all that disabled, well, it's still... you can pause with start, like you could do a hard pause. But if you're just if you're looking at the map with select or whatever background. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. And if something attacks you, it's still attacking you. Okay. But you you can pause it if you need to step away. Yes, with start. 
if you're looking up something, you can get Hell, it. Oh, you just gained a lot of respect for calling it the select button. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. It, that's what it is. It's a generational thing. Always. Start and select. I will never call it menu like button menu and share button or whatever sure. if, I, if I think it's menu it's and home. hamburger and boxes <laughs> and now and now we have capture so we need to capture some past glory and some new glory uh your turn michelle that was a terrible segue go ahead that wasn't even a segue that was just okay i'm done go that was a crash no. that was a little different but that's okay i'm gonna speak super <laughs> briefly about um one game and then we'll jump into a little more meteor topic so i a couple weeks ago had talked about playing in which was a very basic puzzle game and this past week i started playing garoons which is developed by the same people or published by the same people and i didn't realize before i started it that the achievement lists are the same meaning that it's like 65 achievements and each achievement is finish world one finish world two finish world three so it's a good game for someone who likes to maintain an achievement streak because you can kind of drip feed that Garoons is also a simple puzzler. In each level, there are four creatures, and with each of the face buttons, A, B, X, and Y, you morph the creature into a different type of creature. So the creature on the A button jumps when it comes next to something. The creature on the B button is like a heavy creature that will attach to the edge of platforms to make bridges. And all of the gameplay is just about switching the different Garoons, I suppose they are, and getting them into the end of the level. Now, within... I didn't really understand how multiplayer worked. I didn't play it that way. But it looks like in Garoons, it's it's also a, a co-op puzzle game, which is why Elle had recommended it as a sale game some time ago. It looks like each player controls one of the four creatures. So you can play it in multiplayer, but it doesn't really make anything easier or really change the gameplay. It's still just kind of figuring out how to morph them to get to the end of the puzzle. So real quick take on that. Fine for what it is. I think it's $4.99 full price. Um, sometimes the bundle of the two games goes on sale. So if you like easy puzzle games, if you like games that have lots of achievements in them for various reasons, whether it's maintaining achievement streaks or it's for contest purposes, these are a good pair of games to get. They're both very, very completable as well. That out of the way, what I've actually spent most of my gameplay time on, and L sort of alluded to this being discussed earlier, is Fall Guys because it's a free-to-play game. Uh, Elle, I know Yay. you've played it. Kush, you've played it as well, correct? Oh, yeah. And X, I'm, I'm assuming you have zero interest in Fall Guys. I Honestly, I wouldn't say zero interest. Um, it's a game that I think would be fun to dabble in. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be my usual style, but so many people are talking about it. It has certainly piqued my interest, and that, of course, is spelled... Uh, P I Q U E D L. <laughs> Thank you, English teacher. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> so, for those of you not familiar with Fall Guys, it is a multiplayer game where you play as these characters called Beans, and you run through various races or do various survival levels. It's puzzle style, and as you go through them, the top x number get promoted to the next round and the rest get eliminated so you're trying to win these episodes as you go through and it's just fun like i i don't really have more articulate words to use for it i've played both on my own it's just you know and and so for you x like i have just jumped into random squads or i've played solos 
I've had so much fun with that. I've played a lot with my brother. We've had a blast playing it. I do enjoy it more playing with somebody else in the party because once you complete an area or complete uh, an episode, you can watch your teammates and you can kind of cheer them on or jeer them on depending on how you're feeling that day. Uh, but yeah, I'm having a great time. He and I'm sorry, go ahead. Does it mess up the story for you? <laughs> right. There's no story. So you don't have to worry about people talking oh. over things. <laughs> and it's it's very much one of those just one more. Like an episode can take anywhere between two minutes and probably about 10 if you get all the way to the final round. And it depends on the types of games that show up in there. But it's it's just a blast. Like we have such a good time playing it. And I feel like I'm not particularly good at it. But as not particularly good at it as I am, I've managed to finish first a couple times because it, there's just so much there, there's so there's typically about 60 people playing at the beginning of each game. So there are just so many strange things that can happen. You can squeeze out a win. Now, we talked earlier about achievement lists and how achievement lists can factor into things. If you are a completionist, at least initially, this achievement list doesn't look super forgiving There are some things in there like finish first in five consecutive episodes or finish first in 20 races. Like, and I'm a little over the place. There are different types of games. Race is a type of game. Survival is a type of game. Team is a type of game. So on and so forth. Most of the games you'll play are races. I think I finished first in a race a couple times with a squad, but not solo. So I have zero credit toward that. The game does not track. But it doesn't matter. I don't even care about the achievements. I'm just playing and having a great time and I'll get whatever I get. And maybe in two years, the popularity will die down and you can get people together in groups and kind of rig that stuff. But I'm not even concerned about it because I am I am having a blast. Uh, El, Kush, I know you both have played. I think you both played together. So what are, what are your thoughts on Fall Guys? You go first, Nate. All right. Um, so, yeah, I played it. Um, <clears throat> I first, you know, I knew Rocker was really into this. So I was like, hey, uh, let's do some duos. All right. Uh, you got some time tonight? And he's like, yeah, my normal Friday crew bailed on me. So we're doing it. Awesome. To so go in. You know, I had been playing a little bit, I guess, on release date and just had a lot of fun with it. Uh, I knew that this was a game that I wanted to at least check out, you know, Fast and Furious when it first came out. Uh, I wasn't going to pay money for the game, uh, you know, buying it ahead of time before it went free to play. Uh, went in, had just had a lot of fun. I knew that if they kept the spirit and they were able to get everything to work in the Xbox version that was on the PC version, that was just going to be fun. Uh, and it is. And you play it, it's like Takashi's Castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's even a level that's ripped straight <laughs> yes. from it. It's going through the, the breakable mm-hmm. doors. And um, so it, it's just, it's great uh, when you're doing that, you know, except for when you're the one banging into the wall and everybody runs around you. Um, but yeah, fun game. And then all of a sudden, uh, Hawkeye Barry jumps on. He's been going crazy on this game too. And we're like, Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. Uh, and we're playing for a little bit. And then all of a sudden L pops on. I'm like, Oh, okay. So <laughs> we got quads going now and we're going through. And I gotta tell you, uh, I'm a little surprised L, uh, you did a pretty good job. I'm not convinced that it wasn't Tyler <laughs> playing for you. Um, but yeah, so just so you know, like even uh, L who puts himself down for his gameplay ability, we did a good job uh, as a as a quad. Um, yeah, we we, we got a got a crown. Nice. Yeah. So um, yeah, we got a crown on our you know the very first day of L playing it, and um, <laughs> it was. I mean, it's an awesome game. That means really we won. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It means Last that we won the entire. Spin. 
Yeah, we won the the whole shebang. So we did like five mini games or whatever, and we were the the top team of four. And of course, Rocker was the last one in. So that <laughs> <laughs> he kind of carried true. us to victory there at the end. But he has the most experience in the game. But so yeah, it, it, it is a skill based game. But it's a skill based game. It's like taking NFL players who are really good at what they do. Uh, and then putting them in sumo suits and saying, okay, now, now let's play, right? So, you, yes, there's a level of skill, but it's encased in a fat man suit and you bounce off of things. And um, and when you fall, you roll and you have to get up. So, it, it you know, you make one mistake or a mistake happens to you and then, you know, that kind of messes up your whole run. So you can't, you know, it's not like, oh, only the person who's the best at this game is going to win. No, like anybody could win. <laughs> You know, if they're familiar with the levels, anybody could win. Well, there, there's um, also because you know there's a lot there's a lot that can go there, wrong. There's also something to be said for how the starting grid is. So typically in a level that it'll be five rows of twelve, but if you're in that back row, you like you you are at a disadvantage to start. You can make up the time, so it doesn't mean that you're automatically going to lose. But especially in that door level, there's very little you can do to catch up because it's a straight shot. So the starting grid plays a quite a bit into how you wind up finishing in some of the races. It's true, but I, you know, something I need to remind myself is that um, it's better to not fail <laughs> on your way through the level than it is to comp, com, you know, to continuously beat your head against literally a door um, <laughs> because that will just cause you to do a section over and over and over again. But if you take a little bit more time and dodge that obstacle, instead of just running into it and hoping you get through that might pay off dividends uh, down the road. Uh, something to pay attention to. I don't know what Elle's going to talk about. Um, if you have an Amazon Prime sub, you can get Amazon gaming um, uh, cool stuff uh, by linking this account. I got a ton of kudos by linking my Prime account to this, and you should do it right away because there's a, there's a costume or two that are going away. Um, and, you know, there'll be more coming down the line, but the the current period of when you can redeem these things is just about up and it might be up at the time of this recording. I don't know. You got to check. Um, so you can get cool stuff that way. And, and some of those costumes might work towards the achievements in terms of their rarity and putting them on, but the kudos will definitely help you with purchasing um, uh, basically the, the collectibles, you know, the, <clears throat> the name plates, the costumes, the colors, all that stuff. So you can get a lot of help by having an Amazon prime, sub and you can make progress towards the achievements that way now i know i mentioned that with uh you know diablo uh immortal i wasn't going to pay any money and i would never pay money for a free-to-play game well i have already paid money <laughs> for fall guys because i'm just i you know it just sucked me in i had a whole, whole ton of fun with it and i really wanted uh some of the stuff that was in the um the season pass so i went ahead and i bought a starter pack and the starter pack gave me a little bit of stuff but it also gave me a uh, thousand um, show bucks and the a thousand show bucks. I immediately put towards the season pass. And if you get far enough in the season pass, it will pay for itself for the next month uh, or the next <laughs> season or whatever. Now, I don't think I'm going to keep doing that. I th I'm just going to do it at the very beginning when I'm hot and heavy and really into the game, get all the stuff to get everything I can out of the season pass initially because if you want to get all the achievements, you really have to grind and you're going to be grinding on this for a long time on the completely free track. Uh, now, maybe that uh, Amazon Prime sub helps, but um, but I was just like, I know me. I know me. <laughs> I'm going to be hot and heavy for a couple weeks and I'm going to be doing my dailies and my weeklies, but it's going to die off. 
Uh, so I just want to get as much as I can right now. I really enjoy the game and I enjoy it so much. I actually paid for it once again, uh, completely going against what I just said. I paid money for a free to play and I'm happy. Elle, um, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, thank you for letting me jump in. <coughs> Friday night, it was uh, a good time with the, you and Corey and Hawkeye. And my thoughts? Um, I had a lot of fun. There was only one level that I couldn't figure out. That's the underwater level. But uh, I guess the, the random nature of the game is good and bad. But I liked that right away you were figuring out shortcuts things to do and there is a lot to be said also when you die you watch the other players to see what they're doing and, and try to learn some tricks so repetition is important you just keep going and you learn the levels and learn the layouts and i think there's even a couple yeah, of times was... where you were first place overall finishing some of them yeah i, I actually, don't like to do yeah, your own exactly. horn, I'll do it for you yeah. i did yeah i i had been having a lot of trouble you know, in the first days I've played this, uh, getting a first place in, in races consistently. Um, and then I actually ended up getting like two or three that night, just getting first place across the race line. Uh, and, and what led to that was just experience with the game. Like you can be doing great. You can play a ton of these levels and be doing great. And then all of a sudden you get a level you've never seen before. And that, you know, record scratch, <laughs> that's, that's the end of your run because, you don't know it and everybody else does. Um, so you don't know where the bottlenecks are. You don't know where that surprise hammer is or that surprise uh, flip pad. So have fun, play the game, learn the levels. The more you play it, the better you're going to get at it. And um, this is a great game for, for quads um, because I mean, it really is a lot of fun. I don't do a whole lot of multiplayer gaming, um, but it was, it was a ton of fun. So even people, hint hint who don't like to group up and play games might like to group up and play this game <clears throat> that was directed at me and yeah honestly <laughs> i can i can see myself giving it a shot it is totally not in my wheelhouse but it it looks fun it really does yeah and you can join a squad without having to join party with them and you know see how well you do without communicating with them <laughs> seems... <laughs> i guess you don't really need to communicate that too seems much. threatening <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the one thing I, I don't know i don't really get paying for anything <laughs> I got, unless you really want cosmetics and stuff but uh, if you're gonna play it a lot then i get it like there was a okay time i played for the rock you don't Bethesda. want uh oh you don't want the gato robato suit oh my goodness no i don't want the they put in don't okay if they're guacamole if you have fomo if no, if you have FOMO, they might they might have a guacamole at some point with everything else they have. If you have FOMO, do not go in the store because they have really cool stuff. Uh, I would say stay away from that. Go the Amazon Prime route and get your uh, your rares and your epics and stuff that way. Uh, so you're not tempted to buy all the super cool stuff. Oh, speaking of which, there's a Halo event. Oh, yeah. Going on on, I think, the 30th. I think it's two days from now. In game, you're going to be able to get Spartan gear, so you're going to have a little bean dressed like a you know a Halo Spartan. Um, that just sounds cool. And I don't like Halo. Stop do it. You, do you like beans? I do love beans. <laughs> You're full of crap. You played Halo Infinite. I have no memory of this. <laughs> you answered that so quickly. I did uh, not. One thing. 
<laughs> got the Xbox One, the Steam One, and the PlayStation. It's because I don't pay for free-to-play games, exactly. except for when I do. Right. Except for when I do. $200 worth of Diablo Immortal gold. <laughs> um, there was an article on TA that said Fall Guys had 20 million players after just 48 hours. That is pretty crazy. Because I remember hearing about this game like two years ago when quarantine started. It's like, okay, this game's supposed to be pretty fun and then i thought it was just the old old hat but no people are playing it and people are enjoying it yeah i remember you know like you were touching on earlier kush like i remember Corey talking about it early because this game has also been rumored and then eventually confirmed and it took a long time to finally get to uh, available on xbox and so it's, it feels like it's been a long time coming. In fact, I know, El, you had said when uh, Fall Guys first came out on Xbox, your your son's reaction is, oh, it's a dead game. Because it had already been out for so long yep. elsewhere. Uh, but it's definitely revitalized. It's always populated, at least Ooh. when I've... What's that? No, Don't it's, swear. It's... Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> but definitely, there's plenty. Explain there are plenty of, of people playing the game. And it's a blast. It's really a lot of fun i i don't know you know i don't know that i see myself playing this consistently over like a long long period of time but it sort of is in that rocket league uh pocket where it's like this will be a fun game where if you have a whole group in a party to be like does anyone want to just jump in and play a couple rounds yeah it seems perfect for that all right well that was full guys excellent array of games i keep thinking it's a game pass game but it's not it's just a free to play so no just free to play yeah, be free forever. Free, free forever. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, instead of games that are free, we could talk about games that are almost free, and we can have some sales talk. Now. Today, the day of recording, there was the aforementioned uh, Games Done Quick uh, competition. Well, not really competition. There was uh, basically people bragging about how well they did. Now, what they do is they go through old games fast and they try to get money for stuff. And I think there was a Mega Man block. And I know I brought up Mega Man recently, but this time the Super Duper Uber Collection is on sale. And that's got... Both Mega Man Legacy Collections and both Mega Man X Legacy Collections. For, so that's four games in each of those. So that's 16 games. Plus, I have a Mega Man Legacy. Plus Mega Man 11. So 17 games. And it's 50% off at $30. So a lot of people inexplicably tell me, and I'm sure there's someone in the stream as well, that they've never played a Mega Man game. So I think now... $30. Or if you want to get some uh, easy gamer score games, there's three Pauki games for sale. <laughs> Ladders, mix-ups, and one word are all $4 instead of 8 uh, My wife and I usually play the Pauki games together, <clears throat> and we just go through all the levels. We don't just do the <clears throat> achievement levels. That's silly. You know, unless they show up on Warboats, then you do that level. But otherwise, <laughs> you do all the levels. Not worry about the achievements. <laughs> 
All right, next, how about you? Well, I have one that I'm personally recommending and one that I'm just sort of pointing out. So the one that I'm just pointing out is the Play Something Different Volume 1 Bundle. It is on sale for $3.74, down from $25, and it contains three games which not on sale individually would be $52. So uh, according to you know MSRP, $52 worth of games for $3.74, not too bad. It includes Golem Gates. I don't know any of these games, by the way. I can't personally recommend them. It just seems like a cool deal. Uh, Golem Gates, it's a tough-looking RTS game. Spectrum, which appears to be like a spiral splatter kind of that sort of thumbstick platformer i could be wrong call me out if i am and verlet verlet i don't know it could be a different language swing which uh by all accounts is an incredibly difficult tough as nails platformer that seems you know right up waka or a woo's alleys um but i mean 52 dollars worth of games for three dollars and 74 cents and it's literally called the play something different bundle hmm. it caught my attention <laughs> i might just buy it for 375 and probably never play them play something different. what we do but <laughs> yeah play something different man but i don't know um i saw a couple people talking about that in discord so uh, it seems like the discount did its job my voice just cracked that's embarrassing but <laughs> the one that i would man. actually recommend i've talked about on this podcast before and that would be hidden through time uh which i, I adore that game honestly it's four dollars on sale down from eight so 50% discount. Uh, if you are into quick games, uh, you can do it in about 90 minutes following a guide. It is a hidden object puzzle. Not quite like the Artifacts Mundi ones, but sort of just big maps and you got to find random things. Uh, they don't move. So if you're into that, you can just follow a video guide. Seems like it'll take you about 90 minutes. Um, it's only 11.22 TA. But I played it with Kelsey legitimately. And according to TA, it took us six hours and 47 minutes, and we had a blast with it. We enjoyed every single second of it. Uh, and it Blaster. was only only when we were on... Blaster! Only when we were on the last <laughs> level, I think L mentioned in chat, like, good thing about that hint system. Huh? Uh, so yeah, there's a, a hint system. If you can't find something, there's hints for every single object. We did not know that. And it took us about seven hours without that. So I think if you're playing legitimately <clears throat> not following a guide using the hint system, probably four or five hours. But if you have little kids, kind of like Kush was saying earlier, I, I feel like that'd be a fun game your daughter would enjoy. Just find the things. Kelsey and I loved it. We had a blast. We loved every second of it. Um, and I would recommend that in a heartbeat, as I've done on the show before. Probably two, three years ago at this point. But yeah, we loved every second of it. Hidden through time. Four dollars. Go buy it. All right. Nate, what tabs you got? Well, I'm trying to recommend a game for X here. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's very similar, and I will do that after the show. Okay. Uh, yeah, black um, and white one. What, yeah, what I'm going to recommend is Dead Cells. I know I've never talked about this game before. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Dead Cells is on sale. Dead Cells just dropped some extra DLC. Dead Cells has other DLC. And I haven't been paying too much attention. I haven't been following it too closely. My understanding is that this latest DLC adds um, some... Um, oh, now I've forgotten the term for it. Um, <clears throat> some handicapping? Ah, why can't I? Accessibility modes. So it, it basically makes the game a little bit easier uh, with regards to the achievements. It, it makes the game more forgiving. It's not as tough as nails. 
And what a great time to get in when it's easier. Uh, it is a great game. It is so smooth, the animation on this game. It's beautiful. Um, let's go talk about prices. The DLC is typically $5 per DLC. Uh, the Bad Seed, which means nothing to you, is now $2.49 down from 5 Fatal Falls is $3.49 down from 5 uh, And The Queen in the Sea is brand new, and it's $5 down from 5 So, um, <clears throat> So obviously no sale there. But uh, you might want to check it out. It, it looks great. Uh, if you've been waiting because it's too hard, maybe you might want to check out and read some reviews on the Queen and the Sea DLC and uh, the accessibility modes. Uh, I want to recommend, this is just a hunch, I have no idea, but A Plague Tale Innocence is $10 down from 40 The new game is coming out in, what, October? I think this one has been released. Straight into Game Pass. Uh, I am worried that this game is going to leave Game Pass and I'm not going to have time to complete it, or I'm going to feel rushed. And it is a good game from what I have played. Um, you know, if you're not into stealth, maybe you don't think it's a good game. And I get that because I'm not a huge fan of stealth, but this is a really well done game. Uh, and $10 down from 40 is a great price to, to check it out if you're interested. Um, and then also a hunch. Uh, I've seen a trailer and maybe a little bit of gameplay for a game called Road 96. It's $14 down from 20 after my fantastic experience of experiencing um, what remains of Edith Finch. I'm very interested in finding another game that could possibly get me 80% of the way to the satisfaction that that game gave me. And I think Road 96 might have a chance of getting somewhere in that B range. Um, so maybe check it out, see if that's for you, and then wait for the price to drop down to a stupidly low price, uh, lower than $14, but... That's what I'm bringing. So you like to do the Finch, huh? I don't want to talk about okay, it. So. Michelle? Um, you don't I'm, want to tell us how much you like Edith Finch? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to talk about a sale game. I'm just going to talk really briefly uh, or give a just a shout so that people know that at least for a very limited time, only one day after this episode drops, tell me why the first three chapters which is the first episode is free um i think that's what's free but i'm not 100 percent sure because i just kind of had this dropped on me to talk about hold on one second <laughs> um it's just yeah it looks like it's just episode one which is normally 20 dollars. it's um but that's chapters one through three that's included in there it's free because the tell me why is the first game by a major publisher that is featured a transgender lead and since it's pride month this is a way to promote the game and also to just increase uh the visibility of you know non-typical sort of protagonist characters so you can grab that it is in game pass so you still do have access to it but this is a way to make sure that you have access to it if it should ever leave the service and just to clarify, because I just looked it up myself, um, it is chapters one to three, which is free, which is the entire game. There oh, are is it? Okay. Chapters. It's the whole game. Yeah, I wasn't yep, sure because it, it says... the entire game. Yeah. It is yours to keep for if, free. If you read the description, it says, tell me why chapters one through three, episode one is now free. So I like, not not 100% sure. That's it was probably just little... like the description in the store. Right. Probably it says chapter one is always Chapter one's free, usually free. Buy two and three. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, the whole game. You can get the whole game for free. Well, but yeah, yeah, I hadn't if heard you... about this. So, yeah, I hadn't, I wasn't oh, aware of this either. Uh, and yeah, once again, most of us have this. Game Pass and and have access, but it's a good way to keep well, access. Who knows when it's going to go away? So, I... 
I clicked redeem. Why not? Didn't tell me why. Nothing. All right. Well, we did get some. <laughs> we did get some good news today. And we learned the new Games with Gold games for July. Oh, I actually missed these. This is going to be a surprise for me. All right. Well, Even Colony <laughs> and Rascals are going away on June 30th. So if you listen to this podcast when it comes out, you have uh, right now to go get it. But in uh, July, we have Beasts of Maravilla Island. And for the 360, Thrillville Off the Rail. July 16th, it is Relicta, and uh, I believe Torchlight, which is, a, I believe, a repeat. I talked fondly about Torchlight a few weeks ago. I really liked it. I don't know too Just much to, about uh, the other one, so yeah, Nate, if you do. I was alluding to Beasts of Maravilla Island. <laughs> I have no idea how to pronounce it. I like that. saying Maravilla, uh, but you know. Right. Maravilla, yeah. Maravilla, That game. <laughs> uh, I'm shaking my fingers at you. Uh, so that that game um, is the one that I was thinking is a little bit like Alba. I think it's a little bit more uh, age, you know, aged up uh, from Alba. Let's let's just say it's aged up two steps. Um, it looks like it has more puzzles than Alba does, but that might be something that I'm thinking about pushing uh, my daughter off towards, but you know, on her own account, I want to earn my own stuff. This game looks, this game looks a little more challenging. Uh, and then um, Relicta has been compared to portal, but that's a, you know, that's a high bar. Um, so, so think portal, but completely free and not as good. <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you like selling us on the game or wait a minute? <laughs> And by completely have free, free, I mean with the purchase of Game Pass or uh, you know games with gold and your Game Pass, Valve, then it's free. It's Valve replacement. All right, Relicta. What is this? Relicta is a puzzle game. It's a, yeah, a puzzle game. It has uh, a three point five ratio on the base game and a couple title updates with very inflated, like five six ratios. Yeah. Only 13 completions, so it's not going to be yeah. easy. My top friend has 96 PA in the game, so not me. This My top has 71, seen, yeah. yeah. Might have to be a tough one. I've seen conflicting reviews. I've seen reviews saying, this is great. I've seen reviews saying, oh, it could have been so great. Um, so. Well, the title updates have a, a 4.0 and a 4.5, so that's impressive. The base game has a 3.25, so. And my guess is people just never went back to it. Like it's not that they didn't like it, didn't like the uh, the title updates. It's just they never yeah, went back enough. to it. So the only people voting are the ones that liked the game. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, we shall see. I suppose I'm intrigued by that one. Honestly, just the the illusion to Portal. That's sort of all I need to want to play a game. Anyway, right, well, that's games with gold. Uh, in Game Pass news, uh, Far Cry Five is coming out on July first. Unfortunately, I we mean, did not get the July news beyond that. Uh, we're going to get Game Passed up, I'm sure. Yeah, Game Passed up, casted. <laughs> we are losing uh, EA Sports FIFA 20, Jurassic World Evolution, Last Stop, and MotoGP 20, as you are listening to this. I just want to chime in. Um, I feel like anyone who wanted to play Far Cry 5 has probably already played Far Cry 5, 
But if you have not, I enjoyed it infinitely more than 4, infinitely more than Primal, uh, and probably more than 3, just because the mechanics are a little more modern. I haven't played 6 yet, um, but I know people like the older Far Cry games. Like, 3 is this legendary status. Uh, I think five's my favorite Far Cry, so if that does anything to motivate anybody in any way, you know, have at it. But it does, it sort of, it, it, it takes the Far Cry formula and... I don't know. I feel like it achieved perfection with five. And also you get a, a, like a wardrobe. You can customize your character. I spent far too much time customizing my character that I never got to actually look at because it's a first person game. (laughs) Isn't that the way? Isn't that the way? Yeah. I say that about Forza Horizon also. Yes. Same thing. I did that back in Horizon 4. (laughs) I made Kelsey very pretty just to never see her other than when she waves after a race. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I think we are going to go right to Rat Camp. Michelle, are you with us? I am. So let me shout out some completion milestones. Uh, Rat Stack has reached 50 completed games. ZZ Urban Spaceman has reached 550 completed games. Thanks, man. Both. Pru and Red 047 at 950 games and Isrit 102 at 1100 completed games. In streaks, Lucas1987 with 150 days, I'm Mike Zero with 300, it's Livex with 650, uh, Ross Ross with 1000 days, Morbid237 with 1100, and Enigma Gamer 77 is on a 1300 day streak, and then there's a page break. So I'm gonna read <laughs> I was going to catch you back. Uh, Seamus McLine. <laughs> James McLamy with 2,100 days, and our very own Matrark with 3,200 days. Which, yeah, I saw that oh, go ahead, before let's... like we mm-hmm. started. That's that's insane, Em. I'm just throwing that out there. It's absolutely that's insane. insane. Good job. It's not too difficult. Uh, and in our <laughs> three-year club, in our three-year club, Morbid237. Yeah, we talked about his days, but let's just do some math. That's three years. So Very nice. Awesome. That was good <laughs> All math. right. In gamer score, we have uh, A1EXRD. No, Alex RD has reached 350k gamer score. Saucy Slingo, 450k. Uh, you guys are giving me a hard time with this one. Dan P. Dan P. Sound Effects has reached Dan Pacifics. Is that it? Cool. I'm so sorry, dude. That's what I call him. I have no idea. Yeah, All right, Dan Pacific no has reached 550,000 gamer score. I'm so sorry, dude. Uh, Dunkos, 650K, as well as Bastion Reader, 650K. And our very, uh, well, our formerly very own Rocker Dude, 800,000 gamer score. Rip. Alicia, oh, sorry, in leaderboards, Alicia is in the top 200 of the England TA leaderboard for simulation. Bastion Reader in the top 200 of the max possible completion percentage leaderboard for Xbox 360 shoot 'em ups. Wow. That's such Logic a specific Slayer. one. I love it. it these are all very, very <laughs> top one. Logic Slayer is in the top 100 of the Florida Achievements 1 leaderboard. <clears throat> yeah, stay home if you're in Florida. Lucas 1987 is in the top 100 of the completed games leaderboard for role playing. Quick, don't die. It's in the top 500 of the TA leaderboard for bowling. <laughs> I know there's a. Uh, I hear there's at least 510 people in that leaderboard. Yeah, definitely. Sir Polygon is number one in the Georgia completed games leaderboard for Connect, so that's that's pretty good. 
you're into that kind of thing. I misconnected. And last but not least, Thrash Forever is number one in the England Completed Games leaderboard for golf. I know there's a new Golf With Your Friends level coming out soon, I think. I don't think it's out yet. I haven't heard about it. I know Chip is very excited for that one. Yeah, he. T- uh, if anyone's wondering, Chip said he would buy all of us the DLC. You just have to, <laughs> you just have to PM him, and he will uh, send you the DLC. I think it's two dollars or three dollars for the new one. It, yeah, it's cheap. I thought it was four, honestly. But... Well, that would make sense. I'm waiting for it. Waiting for it. Waiting for it. Fine. Four. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you i'm so proud of you yeah sleepy time well we're almost out of time we didn't quite make it to midnight but um i'm gonna have to uh say happy birthday to mr x the hero i was wondering happy if we were gonna make it to midnight. <laughs> he's doing his Marilyn monroe impression by the way you nice. game yes, worse than crew yeah, like, yeah. happy birthday, dude. Yeah, happy birthday. Alex. I want you to finish the song, dude. Thank you, guys. Um, <laughs> I should have written something. <laughs> you should play some co-op. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is awesome. <laughs> right, you In dropped a rhyme scheme, mode. but it's a solid five out of seven. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that was that was the joke. In our corrections segment, uh, <laughs> the Bouncy Castle add-on for Golf with Your Friends came out on June 21st, <laughs> and the game I was going to recommend to X is called um, Wind Peaks, and I have mentioned it before, I think in sales, or maybe I even talked about playing it. Uh, it is a lot like Hidden Through Time, however, there's a story threaded through the levels, and there's apparently going to be a sequel, so... I will check that out. And but it peaked. Why would there be follow... a sequel? Oh, very nice. Hey, And that's P E A K. Yes, there's no Q U in there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have another gram- a grammar talk for 15 more minutes and then uh, <laughs> sing proper. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, X. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, like like I said, you know, almost two hours ago at, at this point. This past school year was just a nightmare mentally, emotionally. I I just sort of disappeared off the face of the planet from all of my hobbies. So consider this, um, if you guys will have me, you being you guys and listeners. Um, hopefully, hopefully I can make some more regular appearances in the podcast. So L, M, Chewy, Vulgar, Koosh, Waka, Foof, Rocker, anytime you want to record, you let me know. I am hopefully back with open arms. Welcomed back with open arms. Sounds good to me. If uh, those ten people call out sick, we'll keep you in mind. <laughs> so, uh, we love you. Just uh, play, play, you play another game. Come with some, come with some achievement talk. I want, I want you to play a visual novel, and and uh, write it. Tell us a uh, Cliff Snow's version of what happened in the story. Yeah. That's okay. Well, you, that's what you I wake up in the morning. And your grandma mm-hmm. is hot and young. And okay. Then mm-hmm. You tell me more. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Ant Mace. Now Thor. remastered in Series X 4K, a Winter's <laughs> Tale. <laughs> All right, with that said, <laughs> thank you for joining us for Achievement Hunting 101. And class is dismissed. Bye bye. Bye bye. See ya.